Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. This is the Friday solo episode with me, Ash Borland. Hopefully you know who I am by now. If you, if the first time we're meeting, hello. If it's the uh, not the first time we're meeting, then hello again. <laughs> um, guys, today we're going to be talking actually about what is the best social media platform for mortgage brokers? What is the best platform for you to choose what, you know, why should you be choosing it? All this type of stuff. These are questions. I, when I was planning these episodes, because I decided I wanted to do them, I went through and I've written down all the questions I get asked all the time on, on like Instagram or on Facebook. And I was like, you know, about like, Ash, what do, what do you think to this? What do you think that? So these short episodes are designed to document what we're going to be talking about and, and answering questions you always seem to have. So yeah, I'm excited about it. And then they're documented on YouTube, so you can always go back and look for them and find them and search for the ones you want on the YouTube channel and also on the website, mortgagemarketingpodcast.co.uk. So we're going to be looking at that, what is the best social media platform? Now, I've split this into short-term, medium-term, and long-term. Okay, so I've split it into what your desired goals are at this point. And um, if you're after all three, so short-term, medium-term, long-term, which is probably a good idea, obviously time is a factor as well, then you can look at all three of these. So the best social media platform for brokers as of 2022, so that's when we're record, recording this now, this will always change. And when it does change, I'll update and do new new episodes on it. But right now, short term, I would say is TikTok. Now, I hate TikTok. <laughs> I hate it. I have a TikTok account with about 18,000, 17,000 followers. I've I, you know, had a couple of viral videos on there. I just don't like the platform itself, but it does work. And you would know this, people who, who are long-term listeners of the show will know this because we've had people on the show who've done well on TikTok. We've had, you know, Emmy Dent. We've had, you know, um, Joe Bartlett from The Home Buyer Coach. We've had Michael Isherwood. We've had these, uh, you've had, you know, Lisa Orm. We've had these people on the show who are good on TikTok, generate a lot of leads. So there is no denying that TikTok, I would say right now, is the best short-term reward for brokers. It seems to like that platform. Brokers seem to do well on that platform if they can. And there's a big caveat with this. If they can get the positioning right, you have to present yourself right in order for TikToks to blow up. But if you get it right, it works. And so um, I, I do think TikTok is the best short-term right now. I'm not going to spend too much time on that because I think if TikTok is your bag, then you need to look into that in a whole new level and a whole new way. But clients, I've, clients I've worked with and people I know do well on it. But I do think short term wise. Now, I don't think I don't know, but it's so new that long term, I don't think there's much value in it. I think it could. It's it's one of those like make hay while the sun shines kind of moments. Really, in my opinion, um, that could change. But right now, there's no proof to see that this could be something really long term because that amount of virality and that amount of exposure cannot be sustained. It's just not possible to sustain that much exposure. So I would say if you are someone who's comfortable dancing around and making yourself look quote unquote silly, obviously it doesn't matter. Um, TikTok is probably a good move, but that is short term. Now let me look at medium term. So medium term is for, for me, it's Facebook and LinkedIn. Now, when I talk about medium term, I mean something that's probably going to bring you results like TikTok could bring you instant results. You know, it could be literally like, if you get good videos, it could be like, bang, it's high risk, high reward, um, very quick. Medium term results would probably be, this could be a six, six months, 
to eight months, but doing it well, you know, nurturing that thing, you're probably going to start getting some, you not probably, you will start getting some leads in. And I think Facebook and LinkedIn are those platforms very much depending on your niche and depending on who your target audience is and who your target client is. If you're working with professionals, say if you're doing lots of like, like a last week's episode on the niches, if you're in a business protection space or you're in that kind of limited company buy to let space, maybe LinkedIn is probably business protection is definitely LinkedIn. Facebook would probably be more in those kind of community based ones. So Facebook and LinkedIn, I think they're kind of part part of the course that definitely wants to do. I don't think that if you've if you've got um, obviously there's always exceptions to the rule, but if your niche audience is probably on Facebook, it's probably not on LinkedIn, and if it's on LinkedIn, it's probably hard. They're all on them, but it's harder to find them in each place. But I would say Facebook is a really good one for generic brokers. You guys that are just and when I say generic, I mean you're not really niching. You're dealing with a bit of everything. You're kind of generalists which is good, by the way, it's fine. Um, then I think Facebook, I wouldn't worry with LinkedIn. LinkedIn's really good if you know what niche you're after and they're on there because you can target them really quick. But if you are just a, I'm a broker, I deal with a bit of this and a bit of that and I work locally with all people, Facebook is the one um, targeting that. And by the way, if you check out the episode I did on, which is I think two episodes back, on um, the the three types of content, Facebook, if you, you apply those three types of content to your Facebook strategy, you'll you'll do well um, that you need. So I would definitely say that those are the two. Now, the reason why Facebook is these ones are medium term and they're not like long term is that both Instagram. So both um, I, haven't, I haven't put Instagram on here at all because I still don't think it's there yet. I think it could be in a, in the future. And when I update this, maybe later or I will update it in the future. Maybe um, it will be there, but I don't think it is yet. But. Like if you look at TikTok and you look at, maybe you could put reels into TikTok as well. It could work, similar thing. But you look at TikTok, then you look at um, Facebook and LinkedIn. They still, they have what they call a high decay rate. So decay rate means that when you post the video or the or the, or the image or whatever, it disappears very quick. It's not relevant anymore very quick. So if you post something on Facebook, you've got like a 24-hour decay rate. LinkedIn is a bit longer, but not much, maybe three or four days. But what that means is that after that 24 hours, after that, you know, three days or whatever, it's not actually going to work for you anymore. So you've got to repost it and you've got to keep going. So that means that you've got to keep, I call it feeding the beast. You've got to feed the beast. You've got to keep pushing forward. You've got to keep making new content. And, and the stuff you've done before is not working for you anymore. In other words, you've made that piece of content, you've posted it out there, you've got to keep making it out there and you've got to keep making new stuff. And so it's a bit of a, this is why it's a medium and a short-term strategy because it doesn't have that so-called passive lead gen that you that we want. Which leads me on to the long-term strategies. These are not for the faint-hearted. Well, when we talk about long-term, we're talking long-term. We're talking probably 18 months, two years before you start seeing results and start seeing a return on your investment. Really? But obviously you, you, you mix them all in with this, but and, I, and you'll see this in a strategy we do later in a different episode that's all planned up. But these long-term strategies are ones that they, they'll take a while to get up. But once they're up and running, they will generate you, if done right and done correctly and spend the right time and be patient, you will generate passive lead, passive legion. You will get people 
finding them and working for you. And these are YouTube and blogging. Okay. This, what I mean by these YouTube and blogging, really they are search engine based content. Now the difference between search engine based content and social content, even though it's, they're still technically like social platforms, the digital marketing, my dog's just decided to stand up. You can hear him walking around. If you'll see him in the, in the video, um, is that the actual difference between these is that social media, you're, it's, it's like interruption based marketing. In other words, if someone is scrolling, they're scrolling through and they're not really sure what they're looking for. And then you're just putting things in front of them, hoping to go, yeah, okay, that answers their, that fixes their problem. I can do that. You know, so you're trying to catch them. It's a bit like the old cold calling techniques, really social media, you know, call a hundred people. Someone will say, yes, you know, it's that type of technique. Whereas with long-term search-based content, what you're doing is you're actually serving people when they have the problem. So when they have a problem and they need it fixed, what they'll do is they'll come across to you and say that they'll type in how to get a mortgage. Can I get a mortgage if I'm bankrupt? Can I get a mortgage with a CCJ? Can I get a mortgage, um, you know, with three children and one income? And if you've created content that answers that question and you only have to create it once with long-term Every time that person does that, if you do this over a long period of time, you start to build a library of questions, most answered questions, and they call it ASQ, which is answer specific questions. You can either do videos, you can do blog posts, Google or YouTube is going to start to serve these up over and over again. Now, the reason why I say it takes a long time is because it takes ages to build authority in this. You Google and YouTube will only serve you up when they feel that you're site or your YouTube channel is considered as an authority. It's trusted because their job is to serve the best results to their audience. So to their, to their users. So if you are really looking for proper passive lead gen, proper passive, it's not really passive, but like that kind of like self-sustaining lead gen, you can get off that, that kind of, you know, treadmill of, of the, of the whole you know, next dance on TikTok, next this, then YouTube and long form searchable content is the best one. So that's to recap that. That's short term TikTok, any of the kind of reels things, um, really Instagram reels kind of, but I think TikTok is probably the one. Um, medium term, Facebook, LinkedIn, that's good. Build your brand on there, build your business on there. Probably gonna take you about six to eight months to see some real traction on that if you do it, if you're really doing it properly. But you're gonna see proper traction, but you're gonna see six to eight months to start to get proper lead gen, but you're gonna have to keep feeding it all the time and have a consistent strategy. Or the third one, long-term approach, you're gonna be looking at a search-based approach which allows you to sure take the hit at the front end as you build up a library of the questions you always get answered asked. But in 18 months, two years time, this library will be a hundred, you know, just one a week, for example, a hundred, hundred plus episodes, a hundred plus videos, a hundred plus blog posts, answering a ton of questions around one specific thing. You will start to do well. And now you're going to start to see people coming to you passively all the time because though all those hundred things are still working for you from the day you made them till today. So those are the three. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, then be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And please feel free to share it with, and please do, sorry, don't feel free. Please do. <laughs> please do share it with your mortgage friends, with your people who are in the industry. The more people that we can reach, the more we can help. My name is Ash Borland. This has been another awesome time chatting to you guys. And um, I will see you in the interview on Monday.
we've got an epic guest lined up for you, so you'll definitely won't be disappointed. <laughs>